0: Hi, I'm Keegan and I'm Cassie and I'm Christina. Have you ever had a guy you're dating try and pick up your brother? Have you ever been on a date where a guy showed up wearing the exact same outfit as you? Have you ever been on a date where the
1: guy sniffs you as a greeting?
0: If so, this just might be the podcast for you. Tune in to my worst date
1: because let's face it, misery loves company.
0: To another episode of the Divorce Dames podcast, where we discuss the drama, dilemmas, and misadventures of navigating the post-divorce life. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about disasters, whether it's natural or otherwise. (laughs) Uh, If you've been keeping up with our Instagram and social feeds, you'll know that we had a little bit of just a touch just a touch of fun mm-hmm. with florence um so we're back uh there's a little bit of a break in between our episodes but we're back now we're here we're alive we're healthy and happy and we're ready to get started we just, we're gonna get going
2: oh i'm ann and i'm stephanie wren and we are your hosts of the Divorce dames podcast yay so stephanie have you lived your best life this week
0: well, it's been pretty crazy, because mm-hmm. um, I guess in this point, in this episode, it's been two weeks since our last episode, so it's just yeah. been dealing with Florence and making sure I don't go crazy. Yeah,
2: getting back in the groove of being um, home,
0: Getting some sense of normalcy. So mm-hmm. this past week has really been getting back in touch with that sense of normalcy. Yeah. Getting back into the groove, and I was really thankful to finally be back at work, like, for real. Like, it was a full week of work again, and I was really happy that... I had that it's just the first part of the week like all of the meetings were moved around I I hate meetings I'm a person that just hates meetings unless they're productive now thankfully where I work they're pretty productive that's good but I've gotten used to them and I noticed the Monday or Tuesday when I first got back we had like no meetings and my days were so slow. Right. It was torture. Like I had to get up and move around just so much just to keep myself from stabbing my eye. But (laughs) (laughs) I just, but you know, later in the week it it got better. So, and I did some productive things. So I'm happy about that.
2: Well, nice.
0: Um, It's not much, but you know, you do what you can after a hurricane.
2: That's true. What about you? Um, well, I basically did all the same things. I came (laughs) home after the storm, trying to just kind of Mm -hmm. re-normalize. It was weird. Like, going to work was weird. Mm -hmm. You know, because it it felt like coming back to work after a vacation that was not a vacation. Right. It's like you
0: almost got into that was your new normal. Yes.
2: Being gone was like starting to become normal. Yeah. And so getting to work. Felt weird the first it's like couple I don't days. do this. What
0: is this? Yeah, this is so, an alien concept to me.
2: Yeah, so of course Monday everybody's talking, 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 talking mm. about the storm. I'm just kind of, I guess Monday I wasn't annoyed. By last night mm-hmm. I went out to dinner with a few friends. Mm. By last night I was so tired of hearing about it. Oh like, my god, I... we all experienced it. We all live here. We all know. Let's talk about something else. Yes, um, but honestly that was it. Just kind of finishing up. Also episode four. Mm-hmm. So episode four will be airing tomorrow yay! because you know like i said we were away for the storm so i was not able to focus on editing like i typically am because i wasn't home mm-hmm. and i was like barricaded in the house with other people mm-hmm. and you know kids and so it was very loud and rambunctious and so focusing mm-hmm. on editing was not possible <laughs> so um i'm excited for it to come out it's a super good episode mm-hmm. but um i've just spent the week trying to play catch up with that get the episode done mm-hmm. get caught up with work Um, So I feel like I've been I've lived my best life in that I've just kind of been productive.
0: Yeah. And that's good. Yeah, it's good to be productive. Yeah. And I'll say like last week during the whole hurricane stuff. You know, I I did do a little bit of work Mm -hmm. and to your point, like where people would just keep talking about it. I was I finally went into the office Friday Mm because, you know. Things were slow right, that week, and developing, like, Yeah, I, I was without power, and then right. I was without internet, and then I had internet, and then I was excited that I had internet, and I was doing work, but then not really so much, because, right, yeah. <laughs> um, so Friday I was like, okay, I'm going to make a full day of it, and go into the office, and do some work, and there were more people in the office, and of course, it's an open concept, so there's people all around mm-hmm. you and talking anyway, you just mm-hmm. kind of get used to
1: it. Right, yeah. Yeah, I
0: was at my patience. My patience was just done at that point because people were just loudly talking about it. And some girl was like, oh, yeah, did you hear about how Florence was kind of like go out to sea and then come back? And I'm yeah, like, I'm just I'll at this point, that- whatever. And I'm like, you need to s-
2: s- sit down.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Just sit down. And stop trying to be a meteorologist if you're not.
0: You're not a meteorologist. You're mm-hmm. a little girl. Go sit your ass down. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was that pissed or not even pissed just annoyed yeah. so I messaged my my uh, my boss and I was like hey I'm gonna just go home like my all of my teammates were out of town right still. yeah but I just sent him a message I was like I'm just gonna go home and work from home because I'm really sick and tired of hearing people talk about Florence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, that's totally fine. But there's
2: something to be said, too, though, just generally for work about being able to be in, like, a closed space. Mm -hmm. Because I used to, my cube used to be in an open space Mm -hmm. area. And a part of my job is pretty creative. So when Mm -hmm. I had to do creative things, I could not focused to save my life because everybody's having all these conversations God, some of them important conversations or like people would have over the phone meetings yeah that's um fine. but some of them not important conversations some of them just small talk all. and
0: bullshit and yeah. this was total just small talk bullshit i'm yeah. like i like i get it i understand it's a very weird situation yeah and you haven't seen each other and right. you're just updating each other and i'm like what happened in your experience but right. it was just like that tidbit where it was just It was negative stuff. It wasn't even just, like, sharing your experiences. It was just, like, negativity of, like, oh, my God, well, it could come back and all the flooding that's going to happen. Yeah, and people start getting hysterical. I'm I'm
2: fed up with it. I can't listen to this anymore. Well, we will definitely talk more about that in our We will. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because that was definitely going on. Mm -hmm. Well. Are we ready to decompress? Yes, let's decompress.
0: So, what are we drinking? You were the bartender today. And I just have
2: to say it's delicious. I'm glad you like it, honestly. It's so good. And Um, it had a cherry in it. And I put a cherry in it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I decided to be the bartender today. Mm -hmm. And uh, we decided that this was more like an old-fashioned than a mule, but we didn't Mm -hmm. actually give it a name. Oh, I'll just call it made-up fashion.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Okay, so... Because you were thinking made-up mule. I was, so, what we're drinking made is up my own made-up fashion. Mock fashion. Yes. Mock fashion? Mm-hmm. Made-up fashion. I like made-up fashion better. I like made-up fashion, too. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a lyric from a song.
0: It does. I have to figure out what song, because I'm hearing So, some rapper is going to need to discover this podcast to get this lyric. And give us royalty and, credits. Yes, give us all the royalty <laughs> credits. This yeah. is a copyrighted term. Now, Relative. as far
2: as, like, parts and measurements... <laughs> I mix drinks the way that I cook. I just mm-hmm. throw things together, and it comes out. Like out a gurgle here and a dash of this mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm, and a splash. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, And I, eye measurement Same. of that. Same. So, <laughs> so it's ba- the base is Gentleman's Jack. Gentleman's Jack is one of my favorite whiskeys. It's, it's so delicious. smooth it's and really delicious. Good. Um, so I think I did, like, per drink, I think I did, like, two capfuls of Gentleman's Jack. Mm-hmm. And then I put in some amaretto, some mm-hmm. honey ginger syrup, um, some agnostra, I never can say that right, agnostra bitters, which are- Agnostra bitters. Bitters are know. my favorite in I drinks. love bitters. I love bitters. So mm-hmm. I, anything that I can put a bitter in, I'm going to.
0: Honestly, like if I have like a night that I don't feel like really making a cocktail and I, if I just have bourbon, mm-hmm. I'll just put some bitters in yeah. and Just then, a few drops of bitters. It yeah. It makes a huge difference. Well, and then just
2: a cherry, and then that's our drink. It's good. Mm -hmm. I I like like it. it. It's really good. I discovered, so, okay, a week actually before we had to evacuate for the storm, (laughs) I had this leftover scotch in um, my pantry, and I wasn't crazy about it. So when I bought Mm -hmm. it, I was like, oh, this doesn't taste the way I thought it should, and I don't like it. So (laughs) So it just sat back there for so long. And then I wanted something to drink. I had run out of bourbon, and I'm like, I don't want to drink this crap by itself. So, I had Mm -hmm. amaretto, and I was, like, researching to see, is there a cocktail mix? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, there's this cocktail called The Godfather. That is scotch and amaretto, which is wild. So, I made it, and it's actually really good, and helped me drink, like, all the scotch. So, now I'm, okay, but when I say that... (laughs) I'm just picturing you drinking this all in one sitting. (laughs) When I say that, I mean just like, it helped me get rid of what was left progressively over time. Not all at once. Oh, God. Oh. So, not all at once, but... (laughs) It made sure that like amaretto is a staple, kind of a little bit in my Mm -hmm. drink choices now. Yes, it's really good. It is good.
0: That's like me with Campari. I pretty much have Campari. It is like you with
2: Campari and Vermouth, Mm -hmm. either dry
0: or sweet Vermouth. It totally flip flops. Mm -hmm.
2: I can almost always count on some Campari. I'm actually
0: out because I've had nothing but wine at my
2: place. Well, good news is the AC store opens tomorrow.
0: It's been closed this entire
2: time. Well, it closes on Sundays.
0: Oh. Well, that I do. I just... (laughs) Your face! (laughs) I was like, it's been closed this entire time? Not that I've gone. I just... Oh my god,
2: no. I'm sure it's been (sighs) open. Okay,
0: yeah. I think I heard it was open. I just haven't gone. It's just... I've... I've only gone to, like, the grocery store to get things, Mm -hmm. and I get paid once a month now, so I'm just like, I can't just splurge on... Alcohol, except I kind of already am because I'm buying wine every time I go to the grocery store. (laughs) I mean, you
2: really can splurge the same way you always have. Mm -hmm. It's the same amount of money. It is. It's just just, I'm not used to it yet. And this is still
0: like the transition period. That's how I've
2: always gotten paid, so I'm just accustomed uh, to it.
0: Yeah, I need to. I wouldn't know what to do with a bi
2: monthly paycheck or. Yeah. Oh, That's nice. I don't even need it. Like don't even pay me twice a month. Once a month is fine cuz I my brain just already knows how to. Can I get paid operate. twice a month and my monthly the same like the, okay, just, yes. just that? Okay, yeah. If case. I got paid my monthly <laughs> salary twice a month that'd be that'd fantastic. Be great. I would love that. I would uh, like that to be done. Yeah, double my salary mm-hmm. 100%. Just let's get this I'll going. Take
0: that. Yeah, but I just lately have had nothing but wine and yeah. Funny story. We'll get to it in the dish.
2: So do you want to wait for the dish? Yeah,
0: we'll wait for the dish because it, it relates to the hurricane. Okay, it relates to the hurricane. So tell us
2: about <laughs> what you're reading. How's your reading going?
0: Um, well, I guess one good thing out of Florence is I've re- I read half of my book. Oh, that's, that's awesome! The size of the Bible. Yeah. Um, the Twelve by Justin Cronin. I think I mentioned it the last right. episode. Um, so what's, what's con- something like
2: shocking or like?
0: It's a continuation from the passage, right? And it's an, it's an interesting format. It's slightly... It's similar the last... Or, the first book, there's a lot of people involved. There's a lot of characters, and they would oftentimes, like, split up in the book. So they would have, like, these couple of people, and then this group, and then they would, like, converge together later in the book, and then split up again. So it, like, split up the chapters, like, sometimes it was this person, sometimes it was this person. Right. So it's doing the same thing in this book, but now it's timelines, and from the first book there are these original subjects that they did testing on in texas to like the vampire gene are the whatever. subjects
2: the characters or are they like they're just in the story the okay. characters
0: are kind of different okay um but the subjects that they injected or oh did the okay. tests like medical on, subjects yeah like okay. the original 12 are the 12
2: right that you
0: know and they're kind of like connected to all of the other virals or, quote, vampires that Mm -hmm. are infected. So their plan in this book is to be like, okay, if we we killed one of them, now there's 12 left. If we kill all the 12, then maybe we can wipe out all the virals and we can start to rebuild humanity. So that's, I think, the premise of the book. But they're jumping from like one group to another. And now they're jumping into the subjects, the 12 like their previous lives
2: oh that is mm-hmm. interesting like where they
0: came from and like made their moments before they were changed or before they were taken to be right. changed and they did that with a couple people in the first book but they're starting to do it a little bit more
2: i love backstories yeah
0: and they're I jumping do. around back and forth right. and like you know, the key character is this little girl, Amy. Well, I say little girl, but in reality, she's, like, 108 years old at this point. But she looks like she's 13. So she's
2: eternal. Oh, like, in, no, not it's the interview with the vampire that they had the, mm-hmm. that he changed over yeah. the little girl. Yeah.
0: And it's interesting because there's, like, different strands of the virus affect people in different ways. So, like, if you're bitten or something and you get a certain strand, then you're just, like, a gross, horrible, like, viral, disgusting, ugh, I'm going to kill you vampire. Oh. Or if you're... A different strand, you'll get, like, the little girl Amy, where she just doesn't age. She doesn't have the physical strength of the virals, but she's, like, connected to them mentally. Mm. And then another woman is infected in a way, but she doesn't have that connection. She kind of can get a feeling, but she doesn't have that mental connection, but she has the physical strength that they have. Right. right? And, like, their senses and their, like, the vision that they can have. So, So it's all really interesting, and I'm trying to, like see how it all comes together and because there's a third book so I'm pretty sure I'm not going to find all the information but it's really exciting
2: this is sounding very much to me like underworld meets twilight you know because in twilight all of the vampires got like different powers manifested themselves after they had changed. Yeah, I kind of like that concept. Yes, I did like has. that. And then Underworld is like one of my favorite movie Underworld series. was pretty good. Yeah. I love, mm-hmm. like I, but I'm into that. I'm into monsters, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. most monster movies I love.
0: Now I'm intrigued because the woman that has like the physical strength and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if she's going to be like Amy, where she, like, doesn't age anymore. Because Amy looks like she's a child, Mm -hmm. but she's, like, 103 years old. And they, they mentioned something. She is with some nuns in, like, an orphanage right now. And she's taking care of a child who's now five years old, which in the previous book, he was a newborn. So that's how much time's passed. Oh, okay. So she's, like, taking care of him and doing all this stuff. And she was outside, and she had, like, this extreme pain. And she collapsed and everything, and one of the nun, one of the sisters was just like, "Oh, well, you know, maybe you're um, becoming a woman. Maybe things oh, are right. changing." And she, you know, because in her mind, she's a little girl, and to Amy, she's like, "Oh, I've heard about that. I just never I like. got it because of my state." And she's like, "Well, maybe." And now even Amy's questioning, like, "Am I? J- is this something else completely?" that is not related to this and that's just what she's saying right or even though i'm aging super slow am i still going to get like even though i'm 103 years old am i still gonna
2: like get that like so am i going to start not mutrating. immortal yeah it's just she's super just really slow. slow that's yeah. such an interesting concept mm-hmm. i love it i'm gonna yeah. read this so she's like
0: a grown woman a wise woman in the body of a child yeah which is so freaky
1: yes yeah
0: and she's like in love with someone else who in the beginning of the first book she was like traveling around with this man who was taking care of her and it's kind of fucked up because he was a convicted pedophile Mm -hmm. and he was like just traveling through uh the u.s with her to like you know keep her safe right and because she had a tracking device or something and then they were trying to avoid towers that were tracking them or whatever so on the other side and they go to the other side of the story where people are tracking them down trying to find this guy Wolgast, and they find him and i can't remember exactly what happens but basically he dies, but not really because she still like goes off into the night and she's like talking to him Oh. and the connection that she has. Yeah. And it's like a very lo- I and it, I can't tell if it's like it's almost like a paternal kind of love but borderline not. Yeah. Like it's almost like she's in love with Wolgos and misses him and wants to be like near him, but it's like borderline is she in love with him?
2: Well, she's a woman. Yeah. So So it's like maybe it was
0: paternal at first because he was protecting her and taking care of her. And now it's like it's grown through. So it's all really freaky and
2: weird. I love it. I think it needs to be a movie. Mm -hmm. I've not read a lot of monster books. I mean, like I read Twilight, but that doesn't really count. It's not a monster book. Mm -hmm. And I was teaching high school at the time, so I saw my kids reading it. So I'm like, I should probably read what they're reading. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's another... I, I still
0: have the first book if you ever want to
2: borrow it. Yeah, I might do that. It's a heavy
0: read because it's very dense. Yeah. It took me two years, but that was just because I was yeah, lazy. but,
2: like, genres like that, like fantasy fantasy genres like mm-hmm. that, tend to be dense in their, mm-hmm. like, style in the books because they're so descriptive. Yes. So they are very descriptive. And there's a
0: lot of stories going on in, this, in right. this book now that are, inter they all intertwine. Yeah. Yeah. And you see, like, I catch myself, like, rooting for one character. Mm -hmm. And then I get to the other story with the other person who's, like, against this
2: character. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no,
0: eh, I don't want Mm -hmm. you to. But then you get their backstory and start to empathize. And you're like, there's a lot of messed up people in this book.
2: You know what's interesting? I experienced that writing my own book. Mm -hmm. Like, I just knew I was going to love this character that really was the inspiration Mm -hmm. for the whole book.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And then as I'm writing, like, my heart just starts mm-hmm. to develop differently for another character. And then I'm like mad at myself. Cause yeah. I'm like, no. You
0: feel like you're cheating on your like character. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm like I'm cheating. <laughs> but yes. I guess
2: that's just how it is. Yeah. It's really good. Well, I know that I spent the last two episodes bemoaning <laughs> <laughs> the struggle I was having with <laughs> One of Us is Lying by Karen McManus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was having genuine struggle with this mm-hmm. book. I mean, It never takes me this long to read something so Mm -hmm. not. I won't say it's not frivolous, but just something that's typically so easy. Yeah, but I finished it. Yay! Yay! Finished. I read. So this week I was like, and you are not letting another week pass. Without finishing this book, so two or three nights ago, I got in bed and I just read for hours, mm-hmm. and I hammered out that night probably like 112 pages. Nice, because I started, I was on like page 68, and then when I ended, I was on like page 112, 120, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, momentum in the story picked up like. Mm-hmm exponentially picked up. So I guess you just kind of have to wade through Gosh. the beginning.
0: I get that books do that, but yeah. at the same time, I kind of hate it when it takes so
1: long.
2: It to get does. Good. Uh, well, it's because there's multiple narrators. Mm-hmm. And when you have multiple narrators and you're trying to set up mm-hmm. the story that involves all of them, but you want your reader to get to know each of them, I think that's part of why things were so slow at the beginning. Because yeah. I'm reading each of these backstories
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, or not backstories but just kind of introductions. Anyway I will say it ended in a way that I was not expecting. So what I told you last time um, when we had, when we talked about it that I had um, wrapped up at that point the kids had gone to the police station I think mm-hmm. the last time we talked. Um, well anyway as they work out the mystery of who killed Simon? So basically, it's just this who killed Simon. Mm-hmm. And the police are after them. And then reporters get involved. And then this public um, defender gets involved. Mm-hmm. And parents. And so it's this perfect storm of just chaos, right? Because you're also dealing with teenagers. So you've got the rumor mill going around in high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so things about each of the characters come out that they didn't want to come out. But the fact that these things do come out, even though the kids thought that they would be devastating for people to learn, and it was very like hard at the time once the truth did come out,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's one of those things where it was a good thing for them, for them to be exposed, so to speak, for mm-hmm. that secret to be exposed or whatever. Um, it forced them to be more real than they were being. Yeah. And the ending, <laughs> As I will the situations say. situations tend to do. Yeah, basically, I will tip my hat to Karen McManus because mm-hmm. I didn't see the ending coming, and I'm usually very sleuthy. Uh huh. Um, I pride myself in like when I'm watching a movie or like Law and Order or something like that. I already know. I know who it is. Mm-hmm. But she really um, threw for a loop at the end, yeah. and I feel like honestly taught a very good lesson mm-hmm. in it. Um, she taught a really good lesson about following red herrings, first of all,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and being so attracted to sensationalized little sound bites and pieces and getting so distracted by things that are just so sensational that you're not focusing on each little part mm-hmm. and you're not looking at the what's not mentioned and the mm-hmm. what's in the in-between. mm mm-hmm. um, Mm -hmm. because yeah once things started to like come together and like it was like two random characters had pointed out something that the four students who were being accused hadn't thought of Mm -hmm. I started to think oh so could could this have possibly happened and as we're moving along and I'm realizing who killed Simon I mean Mm -hmm. it was just like it was heartbreaking, mm-hmm. but it was enlightening. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's a great text for teenagers, for sure. Yeah. I think it teaches a great lesson to teenagers. Like one of those good summer reading books. Yes, it really is. Mm-hmm. And I think that it also teaches a great lesson to adults, too, mm-hmm. you know, about how we act and operate, but also how we treat teenagers
1: mm-hmm.
2: and how we really, you know, and I taught teenagers for, what, a little less than 10 years,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Um yeah, and it is important to talk to them. Yeah. And to talk to them like people, you know. Now, let, they don't get people. me wrong. I mean, they are young. They're also teenagers. Silly yeah. Teenagers. So they're going to be silly. <laughs> they're going to be immature. They're mm-hmm. going to be assholes. But they are people. Yeah, they're going to do all that. But they're also people, and they're learning to be people. And mm-hmm. they just want they're to They're learning be not
0: to be assholes. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's debatable. Hopefully. <laughs> they're just learning to be it's themselves. It's like when you raise
0: a toddler. Like, I'm sorry. People say you shouldn't say that your kids are assholes, but...
2: Sometimes when just your are. child
0: blatantly throws something on the floor that you told them not to do and stares at you, uh-huh. they're an asshole. Yeah, listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. they're they're daring you. So you teach them not to be
2: assholes. Yeah, and you know I will say that teens are going to become the adults that they're going to become, and mm-hmm. it's not always a desirable personality, you know, mm-hmm. that they develop. However. <clears throat> at least you can kind of recognize that you know so
1: maybe whatever.
0: we can just try to avoid our children growing to be narcissists you know do what you can sociopath
2: you know what yeah exactly sociopathic or sociopathology probably is something unavoidable because i feel like that's something you have from birth you can't train that out of a person i don't think mm-hmm. but you know if you could the arrogance and the condescension you can 100% yeah. keep from developing yeah. if you aren't you know yeah enabling it so anyway i will say i'm glad i read it i'm glad that my friend gave it to me Mm -hmm. um i'm excited to give it back to him (laughs) (laughs) um and to say thank you (laughs) thank you for this yeah i know i'm gonna tell him like i honestly actually have been struggling with reading it like i saw him during the storm which we'll talk a little bit about i didn't even mention it Um, i brought the book with me i still didn't read it yeah (laughs) So anyway. Yeah, but you finished it. So I finished. finished. I feel like I accomplished something. Uh, yes, that's a good
0: feeling. Mm-hmm. When you finish it a is. book,
2: it's a very good feeling.
0: Well, are we ready for our main dish?
2: Yeah. Let's cue the music. All right. Main dish. So today, we're talking about disasters. Disasters. And, of course, we lived through our biggest disaster in a while. You know, Hurricane Mm. Florence.
0: That bitch. Nobody
2: invited her. No, she was definitely uninvited.
0: So uninvited Mm -hmm. and hung around way longer than anybody wanted her. Yeah, it's like
2: those guests. You know, like those neighbors that you have. like, God, go home. (laughs) Come to your house. Which I will say, I don't have this experience. do not even bring wine. Like, yeah, you know, it not bring anything that you want, but stays yeah. way longer than you wish they would. Makes
0: a mess. Makes a
2: whole mess you have to clean up. Makes a
0: mess, clogs the toilet, there's yes! shit everywhere. Shit
2: everywhere, and there's so much
0: crap. You think we're kidding. But we're not. D- d-
2: Our beautiful
0: River. city smells
2: like a giant turd and a nest na- na- like not you know sometimes you have not to be gross yeah but sometimes you have a neat turd right where it stinks but you know it's not like you can't breathe stink right it's just like oh it's that's just not- like
0: it's a turd but right. it's, you flush it and it, goes away and it goes away and you strike a match and everything's
2: fine but then you have the turds
0: <laughs> <laughs> the ones that you have to like sit on the toilet just right to not let the fumes go
2: to <laughs> not choke yourself On how bad it stinks. And you're sitting there thinking, what the hell did I eat? My God. What is wrong with me right now? (laughs) That is how our river smells.
0: It's bad. And everywhere
2: around the river smells like that.
0: I can't. Oh, God. I was driving through some back roads to my parents today for Mm -hmm. church. And my windows are up. Mm Mm-hmm ac mm-hmm. you know it's 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 kind of fine i went through a patch where there was a lot of flooding oh. and i was like oh yeah oh no yes it smelled
2: like dead bodies and poop but you know why because there is literal dead there's bodies literal dead
0: body well in like the pigs there's pigs chickens turkeys yeah you know the farmers had to evacuate
2: and i right. guess somehow they couldn't take them with them well because there's understand. hundreds and thousands of animals where are you going to take just, them just Put them in a semi. You can't. Just put them in a semi. Right, but you can't just order up semis. They don't just pop out of the sky and well, load up the, the animals. It doesn't work like that. <sighs> I can't
0: get into this, but I it kind of bothers me that some farmers, some of them, just decided to leave them there because they just figured taking the insurance money would be easier than actually trying to take care of those living creatures that they have. Yeah. And that's fucked up to me. We're not gonna go down that road. Okay. <laughs> We're not gonna get down that road. Excuse me.
2: <laughs> I see it logistically yeah, as something, but yeah, it's it's not
0: as easy as we may think it
2: yeah could be. Yeah, but I'm just like, I feel like if I was a farmer, it'd be like a things. Noah's Ark situation for me. Like, I'm gonna take a few, two of so each, and restock. Take two of each. <laughs> I'm but would take i take two pigs, take two chickens, and two turkeys. I might take six, you know? Yeah. Let's just load up these six and these Put six. Put them in a trailer. Yeah, yeah. And, and and pray. Everybody over fight the rest to the death
0: this. to see he's gonna come you know. with me.
2: But no, seriously, like Ugh, animal yeah. carcasses, animal feces, human feces, mm-hmm. like all these things are in the water. So let's talk about the fact that one of my friends on Facebook posts, and I had just gotten home maybe a day or two, about seeing people swimming in the ocean what the fuck is wrong with them i mean okay excuse me geography was not my best subject okay i'm not a science person okay i still am struggling with understanding They're coastal swimming plains and hills and mountains in the oceans howsoever surrounding us i know that the rivers dump into the oceans mm-hmm. the creeks go into the rivers and the rivers go into the ocean
1: and Our we government just has... watched
2: the entire newscast, and you're going to go and knowing all the things that are in the water, and then and then go and get in it. And then now you have like diseases and bacterial infections. You can't be surprised, though.
0: You don't. They have literally announced and said, "Don't swim
2: in the ocean right now." Well, I think this was even before the announcement. But the fact that you but even need to make an announcement, who's confused about that? You Anyways. know. So anyway, so that's that. Uh, and I will also say, mm. I drew, so I had dinner um, at one of my friend's mom's house last night. And um, we live, or at least I do, I live near an area called uh, Boiling Spring Lakes, mm-hmm. which they had some severe flooding because one of their dams broke during mm-hmm. the storm. And I used to work in that area a lot as an instructional coach and so I drove through that little town all the time Mm -hmm. and there's a bridge you go over there they have a coffee shop and a gas station on either side of the uh, creek or river whatever it is it's not Mm -hmm. a river but it's like a creek maybe um or lake and so there's a little bridge that takes you over it Mm -hmm. on the highway and when I was driving to her mom's house you know my heart was already breaking just seeing like people's Belongings piled up on the sides of the road. You know, like where you could see that they had to gut out their houses. Mm -hmm. There's uh, drywall and all this stuff, insulation. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, and it was heartbreaking. You know, I'm like praying for these people as I'm driving. But then I get to the bridge for the like, even before I got to the bridge for the lake, like my heart just stopped, and all I could do was just like cover my mouth in shock. There was no water. It had all spilled out. That's where all that flooding came from. So it had all spilled out back behind wherever it was being dammed Mm -hmm. up, you know. And that's where all that flooding had occurred and, like, you know, destroyed people's homes. But to see the water just gone. Mm -hmm. And my only experience in this area has been this just beautiful sparkling water on Mm -hmm. both sides of the bridge as you drive over it. I mean, I just, it just made things so much more real. Because, let's face it, I live on the third floor of a walk-up apartment. Yeah. In the city area Mm -hmm. of my town. Yeah. So we had some wind damage as far as, you know, some of the vinyl came off. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple trees that came down. But I didn't have to gut out my house. And I didn't have to watch a lake next to me just empty itself out, you know. But my gosh, I mean, I just... I just, you know, I just wanted to cry. And I just prayed. And I just... Was in shock, And it really, you know, made some things really real, you know, and yeah. not, not funny. You know, there's no, been a few people not. making really rude, crass jokes or comments online. And, you know, when you live in these things, and I didn't experience this flooding, and I praise the Lord for the grace that I've been given that I didn't. Mm-hmm. But my neighbors have. Yeah. And that's not, you know, those things aren't funny. It's not funny. And it's,
0: I'm very, I've realized that you know, there's definitely things that we take for granted. Mm -hmm. And this hurricane was the first hurricane that I've genuinely been concerned about. Like, I grew up in North Carolina. I lived in Florida for nine years. I'm used to hurricanes. Mm -hmm. Right, It happens. Sometimes they're bad, sometimes they're not. Um, And I know, like, the city we live in, their infrastructure to take care of what happens in a hurricane is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And I will say, to that point, they are killing it. Yeah, they are been doing so great. Just taking care of everything, cleaning things up. Like mm-hmm. every single day that I drive through town, it's just a little bit better. Like mm-hmm. leaps and bounds. Agreed. I, I'm my heart goes out to the city. Like I have a newfound respect and love for this city now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also made me realize, like I really am very, very thankful and very blessed and fortunate in my situation because technically I live in an area that could possibly flood
2: a lot. You do.
0: I do. And that was so stressful to think about. I mean, before I left, you know, I did what I had to do. I just moved all my electronics upstairs. I'm like Mm -hmm. carrying my giant TV from downstairs, upstairs alone, like cussing by myself. (laughs) You know, I I did the prepping that I needed to do, and it just got to a point where I was like, okay, well, I did what I had to do, and which is
2: good considering our last episode. Yeah, you had done nothing. I had done nothing, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, there's a hurricane. What? The hurricane was like five days away, and you had done. I was like, oh, zero. I
0: just found out about this. Okay.
1: <laughs> so that's but funny.
0: I really busted my ass preparing, you did. and that like to me that's that's a form of believing and taking action like you know what you prepare for the worst but believe for the best that's right and that's how i approached mm-hmm. everything and Agreed. and it was still pretty stressful like I, I watched some of the news but then i would turn it off after mm-hmm. a certain point because i'm sorry wect out here is super dramatic they need to get their shit together All of if you ever listen to this podcast so get your shit together stop weather channeling
2: it well, Weather God. Channel had me frustrated, too. We can talk about that. The news reporting had me frustrated. And I'm Stupid. not one that jumps on the Mm-mm. anti-media bandwagon. And I'm not going to. No. But I will say, during do, this storm, I was They so were upset not helping at all. all.
0: I do appreciate the people that actually got outside themselves and were, like, making fun of them. Making their own news yes. broadcast where they're, like, said their friends holding their legs up mm. looking like they're blowing in the wind. Mm. I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, guys, for kind of calling out how ridiculous you're acting.
2: So I'm sure you guys probably have seen the video by now of the newscaster that was bracing himself mm-hmm. against the wind, and these two, and then these two people in the background like, are like strolling, casually strolling. They were just moseying down. The I street. could, I knew, like even before that video came out, I was watching another, I don't know, some Weather Channel cast or something. Um, and I'm like, dude, you're being super dramatic. So dramatic. First of all, the storm hadn't even got here. There's no way it's that aggressive Honestly, already. I
0: kind of give props to the camera person in for that keeping situation, that. For being like, I, I see these people are mm-hmm. about to walk behind him and call his ass out. Because
2: mm-hmm. he knows he was faking Indirectly, it. Like, but come on, man. Come on, man. Just like, yeah, I'm just going to let this happen.
0: Kudos to you, camera person. Yes. Kudos. So,
2: <laughs> so yeah, so we, but actually I'm very both... thankful for my situation. Yeah. So, and thankful that we both were able to evacuate.
0: Mm-hmm. So. And I did evacuate to my parents. They were, they live about 25 minutes away from me and they have a backup generator. So I was very thankful to go there. It was my parents and I, plus one more from our fellowship, mm-hmm. a girl. She's about, no, she's actually older than me. I think, I want to say she's maybe, she told me how old she was. And I was surprised because I thought she was my age, but she's like thirty five or between oh, okay. thirty five and forty. I know that's a huge gap, but <sighs> so I'm huge. terrible with gauging age and numbers, so which is good. Me. Um, but you know, it was a chance to really bond with her and get closer with her, yeah. and just you know, we there. Were, it's interesting how we had certain times of the day where we were chilling and not really doing anything. Mm-hmm. Just it's very quiet. Mm-hmm. And then at night, we would get together, start drinking, and play games. Oh, yeah. And we played Pandemic.
2: I've not heard of this Um,
0: game. It's like Risk. Nope. um, Risk is like the war game, the board game, tabletop game, where you you have war going on on your board. Is it like Battleship? On a grander scale. It's a big strategy game. Oh. And Risk, I think Risk is like the war game where you have like, you're waging war against each other and you have to win. You have all those little battles and all okay. Well, it's like that, but instead of war, it's uh, diseases. And there's like four or five diseases that you have to eliminate. You have to cure the disease and then eliminate it from the board oh. to win. And oh. each person has a role, a character or piece that you play has a role. And each role has a specialty that can help in the situation. So. It was just like three of us playing my dad. He was like, I don't, I didn't want to, this is too, too much to think about. You guys have fun.
2: Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. It sounds it a like a fun. good hurricane game.
0: It was a very good hurt Cause it, we were playing it for a few hours. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say. It and also then the next like night we played I Clue and we were mean.
2: like, this is boring. <laughs> I liked something a little more straightforward.
0: Yeah. It was very, Clue's very straightforward, but like mm. both my mom and I are like, this is boring as hell. And my dad's like, oh my God, somebody just guessed what it is. I know it. <laughs> like, love your dad. oh my God. <laughs> it was so but funny.
1: But he's
2: so awesome. It was
0: so funny. I was like, you are just so done with this. I love it. Like all of us are, but you're just like definitely done. And you're just it. not even batting an eye. But. I mean, it was great, oh,
1: yeah.
0: um, but they had the backup generator, but they were really conserving energy because they had no idea when they were going to get power back. So Right, yes. The AC started at 80, mm-hmm. and then they noticed it was really eating up a lot of the fuel, so then they turned it off, oh. which right after the storm wasn't too bad. Because right after the storm, it was actually kind of nice with the windows open. But right. then but it But that got did not humid. last very long. No. Most of
2: the time after a hurricane, you gross. have a couple of days of nice, chill weather. Not Florence.
0: It got sunny, and then it it's, got hot and humid. Yes.
2: Ugh. So I evacuated to Charlotte. It's mm. so had a very different experience. You did. You were away from I everything. was away, away. And I have to give a shout-out to my friend's. Travis and William <laughs> they, they are awesome they just took me in without a question I'd actually text them the week before the storm like as soon as I heard that it was coming I was like and at the time it was supposed to be coming at a category 4 mm-hmm. so I text them and I'm like uh, and they were like they were in Costa Rica and I was like um when are you getting home? I'm coming and they were like well, <laughs> excuse I think me while we'll be home Monday tray. I was like okay well you're gonna have a house guest and they're like mm-hmm. okay But we ended up having the best time, Um, and I bonded a lot with um, Travis. And I went to college together. But William is new-ish; they've been together for a while. But Mm -hmm. you know, William and I really got to bond. Um, And let me tell you something: like I just ate a lot of food. I guarantee you, I probably gained like eight pounds. So William likes to cook so much. Yes, and I didn't even really eat my and day
0: drinking became
2: a norm. Oh yeah, day drinking. so, here's how hurricanes go. For those of you who don't get hurricanes, um, <laughs> whenever so a hurricane is coming, this. this is what natives know to do. Obviously, you stack up on your water. Mm-hmm. You make sure you have loads of batteries. And you should buy batteries throughout the year so that you're already stocked up yes. for hurricane season. Multiple but types of batteries. Lots because of
0: types of batteries. Because don't be in the batteries. situation that yes. I was in where when I finally got back to my place and I spent the night at my place without any power or internet... And I bought batteries for a flashlight that I knew I hadn't turned it out. I needed AAA, and I bought AA. See, and I had one candle. You see, one
2: candle. You need all types of batteries.
0: But I drank a bottle of wine and danced. Exactly. So I had a great time. That's right.
2: <laughs> Multiple candles, a radio, and mm-hmm. snacks, of course. And this yes. is when you get to eat whatever crap you want because mm-hmm. it's got to be non-perishable yes and that means basically all the process cellophane everything mm-hmm.
0: now if you have a Cereal. generator oh yeah and your fridge is still working then you know you can have some like stuff that you can
2: keep in your i've fridge actually in your never freezer. experienced a generator
0: i will say i've got to give some kudos to my parents in this situation because you know we did the snacking thing and then you know there's only so much that you can just snack and snack until you're like i want a meal yeah, so my mom was like, true. "Okay, at least once a day while we're here, we're just gonna like make something that's like fresh." Right. And after the hurricane, you know, my dad could like take the grill back out and he grilled chicken. Oh yeah. She made a fresh salad with some eggs, and she made breakfast. And I was like, "You guys, that's how you
1: do a hurricane." Yeah, that's if you have a generator,
0: thing. but that that would not have happened without a generator, right? Though, to keep the refrigerator going for freshness. But, yeah. But I'm, yeah, the I'm snacking.
2: Ever, yeah, snacking mm-hmm. is a big deal. Um, so I had, I brought all of my stuff with me mm-hmm. because they were talking about how the hurricane could come inland and be at like a two or a one, even mm-hmm. in Charlotte. Yeah. So I toted all my hurricane prep stuff with me. Um, and I almost, I didn't touch many of my snacks because we just cooked like full on amazing meals mm-hmm. while I was gone. Um, the downside, of course, it was great hanging out with friends, mm-hmm. drinking all day. Cause I don't really, I mean, have to work. I worked a little bit and I wasn't drinking what else are you copious amounts oh, of alcohol, but just throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was then landlocked, waterlocked. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Wilmington yeah. became what was in quote an Island. Yep. All the roadways to get into Wilmington were completely flooded for days. And yeah. then I was like, and I wasn't trapped because I had I have great friends. And yeah. so they're so hospitable. But I was in that I could not get back home. And not only could I not get back home, I did not know when I would be able That's to stressful. get back home. That, that was the stressful really part. really stressful. You know, yeah. and, you know, hats off to the DOT because I know that they worked tirelessly to get those roads open mm-hmm. for us to get back home. Um, while I was away, one thing that did come up. So I think mm-hmm. we talked last episode. I bought a car. Mm-hmm. Didn't really want to buy a, buy a car, but had to buy a car.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, well, while I was away, three weeks after purchasing this car, two and a half,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I learned I had to buy new brakes. And mm-hmm. I had a moment. Um, and I've called. I called the dealership, left a message. Still so haven't heard from them. By the way, but that's something they're supposed to take care of for the cars before you buy them, or at least tell me. Because no, I, they can, take care of it. Okay. I fully expect the dealership well, to put girl, new brakes on the we car. We need to lower these expectations because I'm obviously not. they don't.
0: I, but I was really on frustrated. princess
2: mode every time I buy a car. There well, be like,
0: better be new brakes. I'm
2: debating do I just do my Instagram rant that I'm planning to do mm-hmm. on the picture of me <laughs> that they took of me with my car mm-hmm. or do I waltz into the dealership and demand to speak to the, the manager immediately. I'm going to decide which one it's going to be. But, um, you know, I thought about the fact that I had to drive all the way from Wilmington to mm-hmm. charlotte not knowing that my brakes were bad and, and they praise, were bad bad they were bad bad yeah. like praise god that i knew enough about brakes to know what to listen for yeah and i'd started to hear things and i'm like oh that doesn't sound right mm-hmm. but then i'm like oh well maybe there's just water in there or something like that because again yeah. i just bought Cause this sometimes
0: car sometimes they sound gritty and dirty like right because something's gotten in like there something. exactly yeah.
2: Um, And I didn't think that I would ever have to really think about breaks for, like, you know, another year or two. two. But I was leaving. It was uh, two days after the storm. I was finally able to get out of the house. Um, And I was going to go to Starbucks and do some work and -hmm. a little bit of studying. And I just heard this just grind, 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 grind. I'm like, okay. We Mm -hmm. did just have a storm. Because the storm did come for a little bit. So I kind of just drive a little bit, and I went to stop at a stop sign, Mm -hmm. and it was just way too loud for me to seriously think about going anywhere other than to a shop. Anyway, so I did, and the guy took one look at it, and he was like, oh yeah, you need new pads and rotors like today. (laughs) And I was like... Oh my God. Excuse He's like, yeah, I'll show you. And he showed me. And he was right. Come again? What was this? Yeah, He was right. But I was so mad. You know, I was so yeah, mad. I, I would was be like, mad just too. just bought this car. You've got to be kidding me. How much is this going to no be? No way. Yeah. I it wasn't. I'm sorry.
0: I fully expect the dealership to tune up a car and make sure it's good well, to go you know, to drive off the lot. It's safe because to drive. That's safety. Like yeah. your brakes are safety. I'm sorry. You so need my to take brakes
2: that. weren't even safe to drive when I, I test drove the car. Oh, my you God. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's my problem. My problem is you put me at risk. Not mm-hmm. the fact that okay, I'm changing them a little more early than I feel like I should. Mm-hmm. I know I bought it as is. I signed all the paperwork. I did all that stuff legally. I think that they really aren't have mm-hmm. to don't have to be accountable. But with whatever. something like brakes, but that's so small. That's on. like just you know your It'd integrity. It'd be one thing if it was
0: like the front bumper was slightly loose mm-hmm. and you realized it after you bought the car. That would be one thing versus I feel like still your brakes equivalently
2: bad. Yeah. Safety is a big deal. Yeah. You know? Safety is a big deal. Aesthetics not a big deal. Your
0: axle about to break in
1: half. Yeah, that's, that's a big, a big deal. deal.
2: So anyway, so that's something I had to deal with and uh but I handled it and it was great. Mm-hmm. Good. Um so yeah. So that was my experience with the hurricane, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, mine was um it was a, a multitude of things. You know, we I was at my parents, we did our thing, a lot of hanging out, day drinking and Games and tabletop games. Um, When I got back home, um, I was without power for a day and a night. Mm -hmm. And the next morning, I heard, because, you know, when it's been silent for so long, that blackout sound is the sound of silence. Right. And I heard a flicker. Like, I heard the electricity flicker. And yeah. I heard my microwave downstairs beep because it beeps when it turns back on. Right. And my AC units turn on too.
1: Yeah.
0: Because uh, I have, like, the, the Mitsubishi wall units mm-hmm. in my place. Um, I heard it, like, flicker and do its thing. And I, I was sleeping. I woke up like, oh, oh, did I just dream this? Is this happening? Don't tease me. Don't tease me, dude. <laughs> Give me my electricity. And I, like, run downstairs and I, like, try to test the lights and, like, everything was off. It just, like, flickered on. Uh-huh. But it gave me hope and I was like, they're working on it. Yep. They're working on my grid. Yes. Yay for the So grid. it took maybe an hour or so.
2: Oh, that's not long.
0: Not at all. And the power came on. Cause I was like, I checked things out, you know, gave the cats their food and then went back to bed. Yeah. And the power came on and I was so happy, you know, and through this time, like I'm using, you know, my phone's data. Cause I didn't, obviously I didn't have internet at the yeah. moment. Um, so I'm like contacting me with work, like, Hey, I'm home, but I, I've re- I've taken, cleaned up my place and stuff, but I still don't have electricity. I'm going to try to go to the office. And I did go to the office. I got back on Tuesday and this was Wednesday. I got power. So I did go to the office Tuesday, got some work done. I felt really good about it. Cause there, the HQ was up and running, right? The internet and everything
2: and showers. And you took a
0: shower, a I hot took shower. The first hot shower in what felt like months. Mm-hmm. No, great. It was like a week, mm-hmm. but hot shower. Let's specify. I did shower, but it was cold, mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, I'm... but it was the most glorious yeah. shower in the Grace world. For that. And I washed my hair and everything, which was great. Cause then the next day, like the power came on and I was like, Oh cool. I can do my hair. Mm-hmm. So I, there was no reason to do my hair cause I had nowhere to be, <laughs> but I'm just like, I don't care. I'm doing my hair because I haven't done it in so long. I just want that pampering moment Mm -hmm. because when I was at my parents and it was super hot and humid and I, you know, would wash my hair and it would just be, it's frizzy state. I would just be like, I just want to like drive to Raleigh right now, find a salon that's open and be like, just wash my hair and style it. I just want some sense
2: of pampering yeah please. so that was another just thing like please. nothing next to nothing was open between Wilmington and Raleigh nothing nothing like you just kind of could only get it's what not you like could I get. could just go
0: to a blow bar in Wilmington and be mm. like please do my hair like no. no not at all so I I really realized you know you can just take those little things for granted yeah but um power came on Wednesday and I was really super excited and I was like yay power's on but it doesn't look like I still have internet so I'm just gonna Maybe go to the office. I didn't go to the office. I was so excited to have power that I was doing my hair and other things around the house, (laughs) cleaning.
2: I'm gonna go to work soon.
0: (laughs) I'm gonna go to work soon. No, but doing my hair (laughs) and dancing. Um, Well, I realize, you know, my parents brought my cats back home that day. So we were hanging out, and then we noticed across the courtyard to the building across from me that their windows were still open. There was somebody over there, but their windows were still open. I'm like, why would your windows be open? It's hot as hell. Yeah. And I realized not all of the buildings got power. Oh. Like, six out of the 12 or 13 buildings that we have got their power back. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was thinking about it, you know, the the, the the antisocial part of me doesn't really want to... Talk to people, but I was like, You should be a nice neighbor. You're like, It's obvious someone's over there. I can't tell if anybody's like, Obviously, my neighbors aren't there because their cars aren't there. And I usually hear this neighbor. I'm pointing to the left of you guys (laughs) can't see this to the left of me. I usually hear him, so I know he's not home. So I just like walk across and I knock on the door. I was like, Hey. I noticed your windows were open, and I guess some of the buildings have power, and some don't, but I have power like if you just want to take a break from the heat and
1: yeah have some a c yeah. or
0: charge your phones or your laptops or anything, like you are more than welcome like i I just figured I'd be a nice neighbor and and do that um and i it was a guy that I'd seen a few times, and he has a cute dog and everything and his dog greeted me oh. um of course oh. so. Um, like, I could tell, like, I completely threw him off guard or whatever. He was like, oh, God, uh, yeah, um, thanks. And I was like, okay, just, I mean, I'll I'll be up there, so, whenever. Just, if you feel like you want to charge some stuff, then yeah. Well, that brings up some, oh, well, sorry. Oh, yeah. So, about an hour later, he walks over, you know, knocks on the door, and he's like, hey, do you mind if I take you up on that offer? I was like, yeah, come on in, man. He walks in the door, and he's like, Oh, my God. (laughs) Because obviously I have my AC yes. running. And he was like, "Oh my god, it feels so good in here." <laughs> so, so I was like, "You know, you can char- just do whatever. You make chill yourself for comfortable, minute, man. chill." Yeah. So we, you know, we hung out and talked and played some card games, played That's some cool. poker, and um, I gave him some cold water from the fridge that had been working now. And we opened a bottle of wine because you gotta. a <laughs> hurricane, because so, it's a hurricane, it's a hurricane. It's or do. the aftermath of a hurricane. Still, you just do, so. It was nice to get to know one of my neighbors and you know i was like you know i just wanted to extend and be a nice neighborly person i just i it didn't seem fair to me that i'm sitting over right here in comfort and i noticed your windows were open and i wanted to be nice so as a thank you he works with distributing beer to oh. places like sales he yeah. sells beer to different stores around right. town so as a thank you, he got me, he was like, you know, I, I know we drank your wine, so I'll replace it for you, you know, as a thank you. And I was like, you don't have to do that, but okay, I'm not going to say no. Not <laughs> I'm not going to say one. no. So, you know, um, he texted me one day. He was like, what kind of wine do you like? Because I'm, you know, obviously I'm going to, as a thank you, re- replace your wine. I was like, I mean, you know, I like a Shiraz or a Cab or something like yeah. that. So he's like, okay. And he's trying to like find, he's like, I don't, I'm more of a beer person. So I don't know. Hopefully you'll like it. And he's like, all right, when you get home, it's by your plant by your front door. It just, yeah, there you go. I get home, and it's like a little gift bag with four bottles of oh wine. Oh,
2: my gosh. With
0: That's a so note awesome. in it that was like, hey, thank you so much. It was really nice of you. Let me know if you need help drinking any of these. And also, please don't be like, oh, my God, this is too much because I just get a really good deal on wine. So,
2: because it was four bottles of wine. Side note, is he our new friend to get good deals on wines? I mean, I'd hang out with him again. So, Hello.
0: he was really chill. He was really cool. So good. No
2: you know. Well, of course. I'm just saying. Attachment. Just I He's like got the hookup with wine. We need to be friends. Obviously. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that was awesome. I wasn't expecting to get four bottles of wine as a thank you.
2: But what you did was such a big thing, though. Like, you take for granted what like a big, what thing, a big but deal a electricity big is, but it yeah. is a big deal. And I was
0: like, I feel like I'm just being a spoiled person over here. And I was like, yeah, I just yeah. gotta, you know, just. And sometimes it's something as small as that. Just walk mm-hmm. over to your neighbors and be like, hey, and you need to charge
2: it's in anything. The invitation, yeah, yeah. Well, I will say that in the aftermath, and as things were kind of slowly, let's let's be clear, our city mm-hmm. didn't just bounce back. No, it took quite a bit of time. Um. I thought it was really beautiful the way people were reaching out and helping each other, mm-hmm. and extending a helping hand, and bringing dinners to each other, yeah, and like providing for needs. And it really was citywide, and counties, you know, not just even just in Wilmington, but the surrounding counties. Like mm-hmm. people really were reaching out and helping one another, and I really feel like social media is a big yeah. influencer for that because, like, I was you now granted I was a kid, but I remember friend mm-hmm. and. There was not this connectivity because we didn't have the social media know. connection. Yeah, because even know? Facebook is like,
0: mark yourself as safe during exactly. this catastrophe. And
2: Facebook didn't come out until, like, what, 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. And then it was only for college kids. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't until, like, the mm-hmm. later 2010s or whatever that it was, like, widespread social media everywhere. Yeah. But that's one great thing about social media thing. is that in something like this... Like, I was in two different groups, one for my town and then one for the Wilmington evacuees on Facebook. And people were just helping each other. Here's the road that I took to get back. Or here's something I need, you know. Or my neighbor Mm -hmm. is flooded out and she's got two, you know, Mm -hmm. brand new babies. Does anybody have blah, blah, blah? Mm -hmm. And just people were just so responsive and so helpful. And I just, like, I was just like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. I mean, yeah, there's there's
0: a woman in my church who... Her house is in a flood zone. Yeah. Right? And, and, you know, she knew it when she bought the house. Um, so she got flood insurance. You know, yeah, to make up for it. But the, af- in the aftermath with all the flooding, like, sh- it got to a point where it was like, um, it's up to the porch. Yeah. Like, water is about to come in any minute. Yeah. So her neighbor right up the street, who was just right up the hill, was like, just come, come stay, stay here. Stay. It's fine. You and That's your family right. just come. Bring the dogs and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, people were really amazing. And, and like... When I got back to town, I went to the grocery store, hoping it was open. (laughs) I heard the one that I went to was open, so I was taking a chance. But, you know, it was pretty busy, and Mm -hmm. they were only letting in, like, ten people at a time. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was really hectic in there, and people were – it was still, like, that frantic mode. Right. But it wasn't, like, negative. People were friendly. Like, people were just like, how – Oh, yeah like looking at you friendly like hi how are you today yes. or, um i for a split second like i was in the chip aisle because you know chips
2: of course oh, well.
0: <laughs> i was gonna get some chips and i like i was looking for something and then i thought of something else like a different dip that i wanted and i like did a double take and i was looking for something for a second and in that short brief time uh one of the people working there she, like she walked by she was like hey Can I, are you looking for something? Can I help you find anything specific? And I'm like, oh, I just had a fleeting thought that I wanted some (laughs) kind of onion dip. Um, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I just wanted some onion dip. (laughs) But like, just like people that were helping each other, like, Mm -hmm. oh, we don't have this, but there's some here, here, here. Mm -hmm. Because they know it's 10 people in, 10 people out. So they're trying to rush a little bit like but make they're things a little efficient yeah, yeah but they're very they're not like what are you doing you need to leave. right they're yes. just like can I get what can I get you are you okay yeah so it just even that was pretty incredible yeah
2: and I think that's a I think that that is a good plug for like stockpile things mm-hmm. like you don't have to eat the junk food mm-hmm. junk quote-unquote but yeah. stockpile it anyway just in case, so that if you find yourself in the situation, you yeah. have a little something to munch on. So. And
0: thankfully, like I got, you know, and sometimes like you do stockpile stuff, and then you eat it all, and then
2: you eat it. That's what I do.
0: Mm, I did. I, ate I mean, I blame peanuts, but yeah, you know. So I got
2: more wine and chips. And yeah, but wine is important. I needed wine yeah. cases. Yeah, that's important. It is. It's good. So yeah, I mean. um uh, <sighs> It was an experience, Gosh, that was an, an, Yeah, sure. it was an experience, and this is, I think, honestly, I think this is my first big deal hurricane as an adult. Same. And I feel like I kind of rocked it mm-hmm. out as an adult. Same. I made a lot I of very agree. responsible adult decisions. I, and I also annually.
0: acknowledge that I think I'm very fortunate in my situation. Because yes. I honestly had no damage to my place. Yes. Our, my development had big oak trees. Mm-hmm. Big oak trees that have been mm-hmm. there for years yeah, no, that are now gone. gone. But water kind of got into my place from leaking mm-hmm. not from right
2: i had a little water stuff from mm-hmm. leakage but nothing and i had some mold but i cleaned mm-hmm. it up Actually, yeah there was a little mildew on my right ac vents yeah.
0: but i'll probably call but you would like... not
2: catch me bemoaning mold and water leakage on facebook like it was the world's biggest problem like oh my
0: god look at my ac unit exactly. i'm dying when people
2: don't have homes and if i could just side note yeah, Please sit for a second before you make a post online mm-hmm. about what you're experiencing and consider.
0: There are people without homes. There right are now. people
2: that are straight up homeless because of this storm. Yes.
0: Or be there thankful are people who don't, don't even have. have their
2: lives. Yes.
0: If anymore. you are sitting comfortably in your home right now with yeah. your AC going and your internet, be thankful be because thankful. i'm still like even today i was talking to someone and they're like yeah in this part of the in this part of town they still don't have
2: power and i'm like what yeah and this is now what two weeks later yes and i, people ca- still I can't don't have power.
0: imagine so in that case like how can you help someone
2: well and people's homes are still flooded yeah so yeah. just sit back for a second and take some inventory about mm-hmm. you know the things that the blessings that you have yeah and maybe let's not count your so blessings Name that one by one. Well, on a lighter note.
0: Yeah. I do have um, a funny
2: roach story. I don't know. Do we want to go You have a roach story? Roach. Oh, ew. Ew. Mm, oh. Do we want to go over this? Let's do your disaster with roaches, mm-hmm. which is disgusting. <laughs> first. So,
0: because of the hurricane and... Okay, so... With Hurricane Florence and my apartment being vacated for however long, you know, the storm and all that just drives creatures Mm -hmm. into your place. Especially me being in a townhouse-type situation where it's just- You have a a ground floor. Yeah, 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 they can get in there. So I did run into a couple creepy crawlies.
2: Which, Ugh, I hate creepy crawlies yeah no. I do too
0: thankfully I've gotten a little bit used to killing roaches I have you so know. disgusting and, and plus like pl- it actually it helps that my cats get them and then I realize oh there's a bug so I'm like mentally preparing myself like yes. and then I can take care of it cause let's face it they just play with the damn thing they oh, don't so kill nasty it that.
2: That's so nasty. <sighs> it's
0: just worthless <laughs> so I killed one I think in my bedroom I killed the second one in my bathroom because its head popped out from underneath my tub. And Um, I was like, Excuse me, dead.
2: Popped out Mm
0: -hmm.
2: from under the tub. Yeah. Were you in the tub when this happened?
0: I was sitting on the toilet.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was. It was one of those situations where I'm about to be in the shower. Midstream. Yeah, just like chilled relax, and relaxed. Just like on the toilet like...
0: before I'm going to get in the shower, and it's like the tub that goes all the way to the ground, but there's like a slight unsealed part, and oh. it was just like, oh,
1: boom! hey,
0: I'm like, oh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I had a shoe in there. No, I didn't you had have a, a shoe. shoe in the shower. No, <laughs> what? Sometimes if I, I'll have my flip flops in there, like off to the side with my clothes, but sometimes they don't. No, I didn't have a shoe. Okay. That was a lie. I took my trash can, oh okay, and picked it up and smashed it on his head and killed him. Oh wow! So that was the second one. The third one is the star of the story.
2: The fact that there's three is star enough for me because I can't. (laughs) The first one I see, I'm like calling my leasing office. I'm like, (laughs) um, I need an exterminator. (laughs) I
0: need a bug bomb now. (laughs) To come and fix this, well. <laughs> I needed to burn this place down. <laughs> yeah, I need this to happen. Start over. Um, <laughs> so I noticed that my cats. I'm in my living room, just watching a movie or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was watching Steel Magnolias. Yes. Oh, that's oh yeah. Right! This was the night that, right! that I was watching
2: Steel Magnolias. I drank a bottle of wine and, and I cried, cried. <laughs> and then I yelled at my special friend. Yes. <laughs> That is going down as one of my favorite nights ever, because it was such a total, like, girl night to have. It was so good. It was so good. So good. Oh, (laughs) I love it. So. I gotta have a night like that. It's great. (laughs) I mean, I sort of had a night like that. I think I talked about it last episode. But I just had a good cry. Yeah, when I was praying, but I, I forgot I how
0: sad Steel Magnolias it was, was. So sad. So sad. It was very Meanwhile, sad. I'm like Snapchat yelling it, like if you want to
1: leave, it, you just need to say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but also being loving about it. Oh because... my god, I love it. Oh god. So I love it. I was two glasses of wine in mean, you know, I'm heavy-handed
2: with my glasses. Oh, honey, when I go to the restaurant and they pour me a glass of wine, and I'm using air quotes just so you know, I'm like,
0: <gasps> what the hell? I know. Like, I'm fully aware that you're not supposed to fill it almost to okay, the top, right, but, but we do hello. anyway. And I'm like, mm, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, a few glasses in. And I notice my cats are like looking up at the wall mm-hmm. and I have a brick wall, yes. like the front and the back of my apartment is a brick wall. So, you know, there's bumps and grooves and at right. night you get it cast shadows sometimes just because of the light that's in the, in the living room. Excuse me. Okay. So I look up, like I see them looking at something and I look up and I see, you know, the specific spot where I'm looking just looks like a hole in the brick. And then it starts to move, and I was like, "Oh!" Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm like, "Uh, it's a bug. Ugh. It's a bug." Honestly, anytime I see my cat's looking up in a strange way, I'm like, "It's a ghost or a bug." It's fine.
2: <laughs> it's a ghost or it's a bug. It's a ghost it's or a bug or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. So it starts to move, and I kid you not, it was about what is this? Like three inches? Sure. Yeah. I'm this, very bad it at was. Uh, it was huge. You can't see my hands, but I'm holding them out, and it's three inches. That was a big mother effing roach. Mm. So he starts coming down the wall a little bit, and I'm like, okay. Pause my movie. I'm like, cats, just get out of the way. I put on my shoes, cause you know, you,
2: you put, put on, on, your, on your
0: shoes. I put on to my shoes. Kill shoe. a bug. Well, you never know if he gets on the floor, and what then you, you need to stomp him? on what?
2: him. Oh, got you.
0: Yeah, okay. just in case you need to stomp on him. Good your feet are protected. Understood. So I put on my shoes just in case. Just flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> and I grab my little Swiffer mop. The little Swiffer duster mm-hmm. broom stick. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> not a broom,
0: but the Swiffer with the flathead. Yes. And I'm, like, holding it, the flathead towards him. I'm, like, angling it at him. And I'm, like, walking slowly towards the wall. I'm, like, all right. Don't run away. Don't run away. And he lifts his head up. Oh, I am not even kidding you. And he, like, does, like, a little push-up move where he's, like... <laughs> he pushes it's like he's doing it's like he's doing the cobra yoga move to look at me and he's looking at me i'm not exaggerating oh my god i'm being so loud right now i'm not
2: this is good you're not typically that loud
0: i oh my god he literally lifts his body up and is looking right at me and i freeze and i'm like oh oh (laughs) okay you you know what's going on right now. I'm having a full on I'm not exaggerating, I'm having a conversation with a roach. Mm-hmm. I'm like Just so gross. you you know what's going on, all right. That's fine. I've seen men in black. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um so here's the deal, friend. Here's oh, the deal. Gosh. The door's right there. I'm gonna open the door and give you one chance. Yes, I'm still talking to the bug. I'm gonna and open the door. You gave
2: him a chance to get out. I
0: gave him a chance. I opened the door, made sure the cats were out of the way. Of course, the cats are out of the way because they're like, our mom's being weird <laughs> right now. <laughs> and I like swipe at him to like try to get him through oh, the door. Oh, like I gosh. bash him off the wall to so, like hopefully he goes out the door. But he lands on the floor and he starts like trying to go to the right. And I'm like sweeping, like, get out!
1: Get out! I'm, like
0: <laughs> screaming with the door open. I'm like, get out! Oh, i gave you a chance and then he's going inside so i close the door and i'm like smashing on the ground like i oh my gave gosh. you a chance and then the head pops off of the mop so then it's just the stick and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> like caveman style having to spear him now like it's spearfishing <laughs> and i'm like oh no i have less surface <sighs> area so i just like go for it and i'm like bow, and i got him i nailed him good for you and i was like i gave you a chance
2: when I go after roaches, like I like clear out my cleaning closet. I'm like bleach, 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 Lysol, 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 <laughs> aerosol spray. Like what? Well, I did. I can. It was so big. But I did I get my so my huge. Pine Sol
0: and spray it. So in. gross. Oh god.
2: So that that was mine. girl.
0: <laughs> I can only imagine people like across the way seeing me with the
2: door open like. Ah! Ah! trying to sweep out a roach oh my gosh listen i (laughs) live next to two cops okay yeah if it was me (laughs) they'd be coming to my house like full armor just sure somebody's in here like (laughs) committing murder so no it's just a roach oh my gosh oh i hate bugs so bad hate them i
0: think after that i haven't seen a roach since then they because i think they back. saw this happen like oh god oh. this bitch crazy <laughs> first of all she acknowledges our intelligence okay we're out guys we're oh. out
2: <laughs> yet another reason why i just don't i can't do first floor living <sighs> it's the worst well
0: even in my third floor apartment the last place i lived in i got roaches every now and then.
2: now i will say i really don't get them that often no I, this yeah. was just it's because the storm i, know, I understand but but for me they were like, big ones uh, oh
0: Ooh. I guess the bigger they are, the more surface area there is for you to get.
2: Which is good, because they should die. Mm-hmm. Which they won't. They'll they'll outlive all of us. Mm. But not that one, though. Gross. Well, I didn't have any bug stories. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> this place would be in shambles. <laughs> if I did. We would have to be recording somewhere else. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it would be in flames. I know. It would.
0: The building would be gone. <laughs> and they'd be
2: like, and I'd be like, look, there was a bug, so they're so,
0: like it wasn't Florence. It was Anne but not wanting to just step just on a bug. <laughs> Bird.
2: <burn it off. laughs> I didn't have any bug stories, oh, but God. okay. So while I was in Charlotte,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, I visited <laughs> Travis at work mm-hmm. when I first got into town because um, William and I were like spending a day, and so mm-hmm. pop in for a second while we were running errands. Um, which I bought more Christmas ornaments, by the way. As Perfect. we get closer to Christmas, y'all Christmas. will learn how much we love Christmas and I love Christmas. I was totally singing Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. like I'm so Christmas pumped for fun. Christmas music. But anyway, so that was great. But so we popped in the store just for a minute. Um, but anyway, I guess when we left, mm-hmm. multiple individuals were interested in the status of my life. Well, obviously because you're a goddess. <laughs> well, I'm going to be honest. My face was beat to death that day. I did. <laughs> I did go ahead and just make sure that makeup was on point. And, <laughs> and on this dress, actually, I think.
0: Which is like a goddess dress. Very flowy, It's floor-length.
2: Vi- like I, I commented on it the yeah, moment you did. I walked in. I was like, oh my God. And it's one of my favorite dresses. So I think because Excuse it's also my me, favorite, Athena. I wear it in a different way than I wear other things. Because I do mm-hmm. love it. It's really cute. And super comfy. Oh my gosh, it's so comfy. I
0: love really pretty dresses that are actually in reality super
2: comfy. Yeah. It's almost like wearing nothing. That's how light, light mm. it is. It's so great. Well, anyway, so I did let him give one of the guys my number. I was like, oh, he's cute. And I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, he can get my number. That's yeah. fine. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm sure he's a very nice guy. I'm sure he has been very complimentary and mm-hmm. polite. But the conversation has just not really been anything. And so, mm-hmm. <laughs> I really was not worried about it, because obviously I was in Charlotte to escape a storm, not to meet my new husband, you know. So, it's not that big deal. Mm-hmm. But when I got home, I did decide, well, you know, I might open up my... So, you know, I closed my Bumble a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll open it up and just kind of see what's going on, what's what. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind going on a couple dates. Yeah. Um. So, I did, and I matched with a few guys, which doesn't generally happen. Mm-hmm. Usually, I swipe through the entire deck and... With nothing.
0: Within 30 seconds. But I matched <laughs>
2: with three people. Mm-hmm. And so I um did the initial, like, highs mm-hmm. and then got responses. Well, one guy outside of his, like, how are you today? And my reply to that, there had been nothing. So I was like, all right, unmatch you, friend. I mean, what's the point of that? Um. But so then I was talking to these two gentlemen and I just find myself... Continually frustrated that men seem to be bad at conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I will say, my special friend that I had that I'm not, you know, talking to anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, out the gate, it was just great conversation. Yeah, and it and it just was always good conversation throughout the entire time that we, um, you know, were hanging out with each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But conversation was just so stilted, like. I'd ask a question. First of all, I was like the only one asking questions with one of them, and well, then I'd annoying. get this like few word answers, and that was frustrating. Like, why did you match with me if you're not interested? Exactly. In yeah. And then another guy who seemed kind of promising. He was he was conversing for a second, and then his responses just got real like short and weird. And I was like, okay, you know, like I'm not forcing you, friend. So okay, so the the latest guy that our conversation was just like terrible or was just not like not going well but mm-hmm. i wanted to be open minded which i think i'm just not going to be after this point, after this <laughs> but i was trying and so <sighs> he had asked me what i was doing over the weekend mm-hmm. or wh- when i'm usually free is yeah. what he asked me and i knew he probably wanted to hang out which i would have been totally fine with and i said usually i'm free in the evenings and on the weekends But I'm busy this weekend. Yeah. Matter of fact, this was a Thursday that we texted us, I remember, Mm because you and I were hanging out Friday night. Yeah. So I said, busy this weekend. Usually available, but busy this weekend. Mm -hmm. So he was like, oh, dag, or something like that. And I was like, okay. I did not respond to that. Okay? Mm -hmm. So we hung out, me and you. I'm not adjusting my schedule. Yeah, I'm definitely not doing that. No. So you and I hung out Friday, ate Mm -hmm. amazing tacos. Delicious tacos. Burned my And mouth off. Delicious guacamole, so which is the good. whole reason we went because the guacamole <laughs> is insane.
0: You totally paid $5 for
2: guacamole. Totally paid of guacamole. $5 for guacamole. It was good. Though. But it's good. I won't say that it's necessarily worth it. I wish it was it, the whole good.
0: avocado, I have to say. Yes,
2: I agree. If it was a whole avocado, mm-hmm. I'd be fine with $5. But mm-hmm. I know that it's homemade chips, homemade guac. is why it's $5. But anyway. Yes. So he texted me Saturday. Mm-hmm. And he asked, he texts me, WID. Oh, God. And I was instantly annoyed because I was like, you know what I'm doing, I'm busy. Like, you don't know what I'm doing specifically, but you know that I'm busy this weekend because I told you mm-hmm. I was busy this weekend. Totally free next week, I actually. feel like there's,
0: like, a stigma with
2: that whole what you doing text. Like, yeah. What you doing. Yeah, I Especially
0: get... if it's, like, at night.
2: But this was in the middle of the day. Okay. So yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't at He's night. He's still
0: trying to feel like like how busy
2: are you really? Right. So I didn't take like I was the in the middle. I think at that time, I think I was eating lunch, but I got on this like cleaning kick. I had just got done. Are you okay? Just so you know, Stephanie <laughs> is like over here making this face like fixing the. I thought
0: I was going to sneeze, but I didn't know if we needed to stop God. the stream <laughs> or the um the podcast.
2: <laughs> I think. Are we're, good? we're good.
0: It's one of the ones that was faking me out. I'm alarm. Awesome we're okay. okay. I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry, so everyone. I had
2: just gotten done cleaning out this storage closet, which I don't know that we discussed this before, but I so I used to be an English teacher, had several class sets of novels, I was having a very hard time parting mm. with them, even though I don't intend to go back in the classroom, and even if I did, some of these novels are outdated. But I don't care. They're amazing pieces of literature. And, and I do see your duplicates. Over yes. here. I'm and literally so looking now. I have I, a I hard see doubles. Obi. <laughs> so yesterday I decided I needed to purge. Mm-hmm. And I needed to purge these 30 copies of the same multiple novels.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, I
2: had 30 copies of these. <laughs> <novels>.
0: <laughs> and I'm looking over here at your bookcase behind you. I'm now seeing like one, two, three.
2: Yes. Three, four, five. Okay, so look. Duplicate six. So I did <laughs> So I took multiples. I didn't keep all of them, but I took yeah. like three or four copies, mm-hmm. which I think going from 30 to three or four is good. That's so good. I, that's, that's what good. I did. So anyway, I, I was finished doing that and I was sitting out eating before I transitioned to actually toting all that stuff to Goodwill. Mm-hmm. And he texts me the W-Y-D. And I was instantly aggravated because I was like, you know that I'm busy. I told you that I was busy. Mm-hmm. So I texted him back and I was like, oh, just cleaning my apartment before I go to dinner with my friends tonight. Mm-hmm. No response.
0: I was about to ask, like, do you think he was just curious to like, maybe he was thinking about yeah. you and yeah. thought, oh, okay,
2: well, maybe here's hey, what you see like
0: what you are i know you're busy but right. what are you up to i would be very
2: intrigued to know and i but would then think that, he didn't respond but then there was no response so he if he would have come he, back with the know. oh you know just checking in case you had some last minute plans but let's make plans for next week or something like that mm-hmm. like a mature adult would do yeah um i got no response He's and i got for no last minute little... all night yeah And I was Mm -hmm. like, all right, dude, listen, I'm not interested in a hookup. You have a master's degree. I have a master's degree. We both understand how things work Mm -hmm. on a complicated level. Yeah. So since you seem to be interested in something that's a lot less complicated, um, I'm going to make this easy and I'm going to unmatch myself from you. Yeah. So I actually unmatched myself from each and every one of those gentlemen that I matched with. But my biggest frustration. Is Bumble
0: becoming like the new hinge? Me. Because it almost sounds like, you know, if you're really interested and intrigued by someone, you're going to carry on a conversation. But yeah. like, it seems like they're put off by the fact that you're like, how are you? What do you do? Basic Agreed. questions you of know, getting to know a human you're being. You're right. And when you're not interested in that, then you don't really care to respond.
2: No, I think you're right. I think you
0: are right. Do you think Bumble is becoming the new Hinge?
2: Do you think that's Hinge or Tinder?
0: I'm sorry, not Hinge Tinder. Yes, yes. I'm wondering because Hinge isn't wasn't so much
2: that. And the really. purpose of Bund- Bumble was to be an anti-Tinder because of how sleazy now guys it's are. It's Bender. But now guys mm-hmm. just are sleazy, but they just wait for you to introduce yourself to them, and then they still are sleazy about it.
0: Because you have to show interest first, right? Which kind of makes it a little, you know. And I get it; I get that it's nicer for the woman, but then it's like for the guy. Oh, she's showing interest now.
2: Right, but when I say that I'm interested, that doesn't mean that like that doesn't I mean I want wanna to hook up. sleep with you mm-hmm. just because I'm matched with you. I mean, some people may. Some people, some people may. may. But in our situation, it is not me. Though. And I'm gonna say this: I would even appreciate it. If you went ahead at the gate and said, are you interested in a hookup? Mm-hmm. So I can say no, yeah. and then you can go about your life and I can go about mine. Mm-hmm. Instead of us carrying on the stilted conversation. That's so awkward and going nowhere. Right, when all you and want I, is a hookup.
0: I have had some people ask, like, so what brings you to Bumble? Like, why are you on here? And I give the reason, like, yeah, you know, just not really... I'm not looking for a hookup, and I'm not looking for super serious. and just trying it out because yeah, I'm new to the whole dating. I'm, I'm honest about it. Right. And depending on their response, they're like, oh, huh, okay, and then no, nothing. Right, because they I'm want like, to just okay. yeah, Okay, well,
2: bye. Well, so it has inspired me just because it's important to me for a man to be able to hold mm-hmm. a freaking mm-hmm. intelligent conversation. I'm just saying – can we please hold an intelligent conversation? Can please. we make jokes yes, please. with one another and like laugh at each other, Even if they're jokes?
0: stupid jokes.
2: I love stupid jokes. I love, stupid I, love jokes. Jokes. I love dad jokes. I love Laffy Taffy jokes. Yes. All those jokes are hilarious yes. to me. I love them. So I want to do those things. I want to have mm-hmm. fun and like jab at each other and stuff. What be I a little weird and goofy. Exactly. Do it. What I don't want is to sit here and get one word responses. To How are you today? So you Good. clearly be uninterested. But not say you're uninterested and mm-hmm. then try to play like we're going to hook up. We're totally not going to hook no, up. No, thank you, honey. No, no sir. It's not going to happen. Find somebody else that wants the same thing. So that was a disaster for me just because I was like, oh, this is promising. And then, oh, never mind. No, never it's mind. Not. You don't know how to talk. Now You I can don't know how like, to talk.
0: Like maybe the guy in Charlotte was probably really great in person. Yeah.
2: I'm honestly but, thinking that's some probably the because some
0: people do not know how to have a conversation in text. Like, but even
2: he texted me the other day, yeah, and just was like, "How are you?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm good. How are you?" And mm-hmm. he said, "Blessed," and then that was it <laughs> for the rest of the day. That was it. I was like, "Why did you even text me?" <sighs> Maybe he's just nervous. This is way too long going on for it to be nervous. I was living with because you could and be like, like "Okay, well,
0: why is it blessed?" What happened that made it blessed?
2: I feel like I've said some, I said something, mm-hmm. and then there was nothing, and I just don't have time. And he's, and he's much older than me, which mm-hmm. I you know I like a much older man. Does he have like a really
0: demanding job that keeps him busy all the time? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, he can't text at work,
0: which okay. is totally
2: fine. Yeah, but you just like you just you literally text did me. you
0: throw your phone and run away? <laughs> no, <we
2: can't>. <laughs> <laughs> like what? And like you're not working twenty four seven. And I even yeah. made mention, and I didn't think that we would talk again because I did make mention like, maybe you don't have time to chat with someone. Because the last mm-hmm. time we talked on the phone, he was like falling asleep. And I was like, um, <laughs> I think you're sleeping Maybe he fell asleep. <laughs> I was like, maybe. Um, oh, we should he's talk a later. sleepy boy. So I was like, you know, I
0: think <laughs> those are the ones that won't get into trouble the sleepy ones.
2: That's true, but they also won't get into anything else. <laughs> So, so yeah, I mean, there's not really been dating, but I'm just going to say that uh, what little dating has been occurring has been just terrible. But just, it's fine. I think Mm -hmm. it's just, like, the nature of things, but we didn't talk last time about how important conversation is as a rule for online dating.
0: Yeah. We went over the do's and don'ts, but I don't think we We didn't address
2: that. I think because we were so wrapped up in the, like... (laughs) Thirty-one other things that we needed to, these guys to stop doing. It was so much fun. <laughs> it was fun. Oh, God. But, so, adding oh. number 397, please hold productive conversation. Please
0: do be a good conversationalist. Right. And just look up, like, tips. You know, I, I honestly, I'm a very awkward person sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I have even looked online of, like, topics to discuss on yeah. your first date. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm going to. Even make, if it's
0: my third date, I'm you know, like, just so what can you know I what ask them? About? I don't know how to person anymore.
2: <laughs> well, I'm going to redo my Bumble profile mm-hmm. and I'm going to add the disclaimer. Mm-hmm. If you are poor at conversation, please just don't even.
0: Yeah. Or maybe you could reword it to be like, if you're, you know, a great conversationalist and blah, 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 blah.
2: Yeah, but you know, sometimes mm, I'll, I'll debate whether or not I'm going to go positive or negative.
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. positive's always good.
0: Although it is kind of funny when I do see, some, like, the negative ones. Because it's like, you know
2: they're fed up. Like, you know that they Because, like, I've seen guys that right, have put... you know that, that they're put, serious.
0: Yes, like, I've seen guys that have put something on their, like, the height thing. Like, oh, apparently yeah, being thing. tall is a serious thing. And they've made, like, comments in their profile about their height mm-hmm. that are like, uh, if you're only interested in the fact that I'm 6'4", then please move along. I'm right, like, yeah. that
2: is so Yeah. But it's a real thing for guys, yeah. so... Mm-hmm. The conversation is a real thing for me, so I'm going to debate how I address it.
0: I guess in that sense you could be like, if you're only interested in the fact that I have a vagina, then please move along. Please move (laughs) along. Okay. There's plenty of other vaginas. Don't ask me if I'm a natural redhead. Don't ask me!
2: As you can see, that is a source of (laughs) contention. oh bless it i already talked to you about why gosh just love red hair
0: you know i get women that ask me that too
2: they're probably in love with it too
0: now i did i went to lunch the other day with my mom and our waitress was super sweet and she was like i just love your hair color. i mean it's so beautiful. beautiful it's so great and i was just like thank you and then that was it she didn't say is it natural yeah like i don't
2: why does that matter i would never ask like why does it matter like i am not when i see a ginger
1: is it natural not
2: concerned about whether it's natural or it It just looks amazing and i love it yeah it either looks good or it doesn't and i'm even if i
0: see somebody with lavender hair i'm like i fucking love your hair is it natural
2: I love color turquoise hair is
0: it natural
2: i want to i want to have color hair
0: Mm -hmm. of course i do this weird thing where if somebody compliments something like my hair or Legs or whatever. I'm like, thanks. I grow it myself. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. I grow it myself.
2: Oh my god! You should. just It's organic. It's organic. Gluten free. It's vegan. <laughs> it's not vegan. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of vegan. <laughs> it's vegan. My hair doesn't eat me. Oh, God. Oh, God.
0: Oh, my God. Well, Well, dear,
2: I think it's time to move on to our inspo spot. I think so.
0: (laughs) Well, for our inspo spot, um, you know, recently I did a little sharing today at Fellowship that was titled Freedom From It All freedom for all oh okay and i just covered the topics i won't go through the whole teaching because it's like 15 minutes um but you know i just went through you know freedom defined as the power right to act or speak speak or think as one wants to without hindrance or stipulation or restraint it's the absence of subjection and you know that's what we have through god Mm -hmm. when we walk with god we have that freedom um, and I just went through the different points. Like, I went through freedom from failure, freedom from rejection, and freedom from fear. And uh, freedom from failure, you know, it's easy to mess up. It's easy. Yeah. <laughs> I actually opened that section with, like, failure. It's easy.
2: <laughs> I, I think that's such a good word, especially for people mm-hmm. who have been divorced or who are coming divorced mm-hmm. or thinking about it. Like, look, it's dude. It's
0: not a failure. Like, some people think of it as a failure, but it's not. Like it a is failure. and it isn't.
2: Like it's yeah. it is by appearance is a failure, mm-hmm.
0: but it really However, is not. But
2: it's not. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And to that, like, quick side story, I forget. Some people don't know that I'm divorced. So certain friends of the family that my parents visited after the hurricane because they lost everything, but they're mm-hmm. being amazing and positive about it. They're just so strong and amazing. Wow. They had that conversation apparently while I wasn't there, and their response was just wow. She's so strong. I'm so proud of her. I love for positive her. people. Yeah, they weren't just like, "Oh, that's a shame." Yeah, they were right. like, "Wow, well, she is just such a great, wonderful person. She's so strong for standing up for herself, and it's so refreshing." And I'm like, "It was not a failure. Then it's it just it's more proof that it's not a failure. It's yeah. just I had to be strong and do what I needed to do. And mm-hmm. sometimes you just you just have to,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know." And like, life isn't going to stop being hard, but it's a heck of a lot easier when we walk with God. It's a heck of a lot easier. You know, whether or not you believe in Him. It's, right. It's a totally different conversation. But we, dames, do believe in God. We and do And we believe. walk with God. We do believe in Him. Um, and we find refuge in Him in difficult times. And mm. we can either avoid failure, and if we do make mistakes and screw up, hey, life, dust yourself off and keep but moving on. we have like
2: that lighthouse to look to mm-hmm. and we have that like buoy or life mm-hmm. reserve or however you want exactly. to, whatever metaphor you want to use, we have that because of our belief that we just turn to that source whenever we are in those types of mm-hmm. situations or circumstances.
0: Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. Uh, another point I hit on was rejection. You know, rejection is, everybody has experienced rejection. Yes. Everyone. And it's hard, it's crushing, it's consuming, it's uh, we may not just experience a fear of rejection. But, you know, like I said, we've experienced that, especially in the sense of divorce like that. In a sense, it's rejection, whether or not you're the one initiating it or vice versa. That's that's rejection. And it's Mm -hmm. hard. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to get wrapped up into the what ifs and the whys and the overthinking and overcompensating for things that we're trying so desperately to control for a sense of reality that we thought that we needed Mm -hmm. when that's not the case it's just not the case but you know what we're strong and we're resilient and rejection happens what and it it could be a divorce situation it could be a job situation it could be a new relationship or you know we've been talking about dating a lot lately and i know both you and i've been rejected the hell of a lot of people
2: (laughs) (laughs) and i've been rejected yes not in a negative way but i've been rejected but i have also rejected yes
0: and i will say like with my recent special friend like I still have that creeping sensation of the fear of rejection like oh it's going great but also oh how long <laughs>
2: right yes so absolutely. like those thoughts
0: come in but we just you don't dwell on that right you yeah. don't want you move on from that and we don't have to face that and finally I went over fear and how crippling and suffocating and mind fogging and paralyzing it is and mm-hmm. it ensnares your mind and it traps you in a place like fear is fear is fear yeah it, it's a trap yeah. It ensnares your mind to the point where you can't move. And even if you can move, you're afraid to move. Mm-hmm. But we break through the chains of fear, mm-hmm. and we're free from that. I mean, 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God hath not given us, given us the spirit of fear, but of a power and of love and of a sound mind. That's right. So we don't need to be fearful. And there's so many times in the Bible that God says, Fear not, be not afraid. I don't know how many times, but it's a lot. So I'm pretty sure that we can put some uh, confidence in that promise. Feel free to email us with the yes. exact number. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> yes. If you know the it. exact number in all the yeah. various ways. Right. Um, so that was just a little bit from the, the teaching that I had today. And it was it was really successful. It was one of the teachings that I put together that took an hour and a half or so of just like typing because I thought yeah. I was going to go one direction and it turned Can out a completely different direction yeah. and I'm really happy with it mm-hmm. and it was um it was good and I ended it with uh here's to our freedom here's to freedom yours and mine amen look yes. at that I love it that was
2: a quote pulled from fervent <laughs> I can't take full <laughs> no that's great and I think that's that. such a good word to offer mm-hmm. anyone that's kind of in, I feel like mm-hmm. that limbo place really because okay so that mm-hmm. Second Timothy verse is actually one of my life verses. Mm-hmm. I recite that verse to myself anytime I'm feeling fearful, when I'm especially when I'm in fearful situations. Yeah, I found myself leaning on that verse a lot after I moved out and yeah. here alone, and I was feeling fear not of being alone but fear of of what could happen, what you know things that could occur, and mm-hmm. and really kind of letting the enemy kind of influence my mind because what I know as a believer is that that's a principality. That's a spirit Mm -hmm. because if I'm created in the image of the Lord, the Lord does not possess fear, but as a fleshly human being, I can be influenced by the spirit of fear and that's Mm -hmm. all fear is, you know? And so just like fear is a spirit, power is a spirit, love, Mm -hmm. you know, all those things and we can fight against it with the Holy spirit, but you you have to remind yourself of those things because it's easy to get trapped. Even as a believer, it's easy to get trapped in fear and have, Listen, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm like some superseded non afraid. I got Xanax in my medicine cabinet Girl. right now, okay? Girl. <laughs> because sometimes it's too much. And now, I also, also, there are plenty of believers who believe that you don't need medications, but I disagree. There are people who need medications. You know, now I won't say that I... Can like, I say real quick, oh God. <laughs> in the middle of my teaching, when I mentioned that
0: uh reject or was it fear I think it was fear where I said it was mind fogging and I was like you know your mind just gets really foggy and you can't focus I was like I take a pill for that
2: <laughs> that's right <laughs> but I take a pill for it I take a pill for it's that That is <laughs> but I am not of the camp that mental health is a figment of the imagination Absolutely and people who don't need their medications People need their medications, and anxiety is a mm-hmm. physiological thing just as much absolutely. as it's a psychological thing. Yeah. Um, so I have it, but I also have the power of prayer, and I believe in prayer. So that is mm-hmm. is fantastic, and I hope that people will lean on that.
0: They like they yeah. seemed really appreciative of it. I had yeah. a couple people come up to me afterward and like that's really great that was and so well great. timed too. Yeah, everything absolutely. That we're doing. Yeah, that's and great. it was like a a duo teaching too. someone taught with me oh okay that's cool her, so and someone a, f- a friend of mine actually he came up to me and he was like hey that was he high five me and said that was really great he's like I mean I love all of your teachings but I think that one's probably my favorite so oh, that's good it okay. might be one of the ones that I like kind of bookmark and mm-hmm. kind of like expound because I feel like sometime down the road when it inspires me maybe I'll make like a collective of teachings i've done and studies oh, and be just good. do something with them i'm not sure what
2: i might mm. have ideas as a writer you know
0: mm.
2: just saying
0: and it's funny that as an introvert i hate talking in front of people but every time i teach i'm like oh it's not that great but then everyone's like that's great like and even our leadership one part one of our leaderships people's leadership's people's sure yeah yeah <laughs> one of our leadership's people's uh he was like you're that was great you're you're in a you're a phenomenal teacher and i'm like oh thank you like i really kind of enjoy it when i actually do it
2: <laughs> see girl
0: that's one of so, your gifts thanks i never thought it would be but maybe it is
2: it is and it's a true gift because you don't use it to your own glory mm. You you, this is you true do, you really submit to god mm. when you because you don't think you can do it and you're just like mm-hmm all right, God, here we go. All right, That's hope it's good. On. That's good. <laughs> people like it. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. All right, well, well, what about you? My inspo spot actually comes from church today, too. Nice. So I tried out a new church today, mm-hmm. um, mostly because I'm interested in making this my Wednesday night church. because mm-hmm. The church I attend doesn't have Wednesday night Bible study because they do small groups during the week.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I'm interested in just like a steady Wednesday night Bible study at one place. Um, and so I've been curious about this church and I was like, Oh, well, you know, since I'm teaching, so I teach online in the mornings, I teach Chinese kids English, which is actually super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and since I was teaching this morning and I was going to be teaching all the way till 10 o'clock, I'm an early service woman. Mm-hmm. I like to get in at nine, get mm-hmm. out at ten fifteen and enjoy my Sunday. Okay. There you go. But if I'm teaching through early service, then I'll go to a later service. And Mm -hmm. this service starts at 1030, which is half an hour earlier than my church's 11 o'clock. Anyway, Mm -hmm. so I just decided to go because I wanted to try it out to see what I thought about coming for Wednesday nights. Um, And so today's lesson sat with me because we read this passage from Acts. So it's Acts 3, 1 through 9. I'm not going to read the passage. Acts Acts is a great book. It's a great book. But I've read this passage, you know, mm-hmm. when you read the Bible regularly, you've read the Bible regularly, right? Mm-hmm. But it's so great when you get a good teaching mm-hmm. that just opens your eyes to something. And that's the power of the word and why it's so alive, because here I am in this place, and I've read this this a million times, mm-hmm. and it's probably spoken to me differently every time. And now it's speaking to me in a whole new way Mm -hmm. through, you know, the gift that this pastor has to teach it. And then just through the power Mm -hmm. of the word itself. Um, But anyway, it is the story of the lame beggar that gets brought to the temple gates every day. Mm -hmm. But he can only sit at the temple gates. He's been lame since birth.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Let me tell you how my mind was just blown and inspired at the same time. So the pastor talks about... Do you realize that you probably have things that cripple you that have crippled you since birth and you have just learned to live with them, but it is not the destiny that God actually has for you, but it's your normal. It's normal for you because it's been what it's been for you this whole time, but that's not where God has you or that's not where God intends to take you. Right. Yeah. And I was like.
0: Because sometimes yeah. our crippling things are not something as obvious as exactly.
2: being lame. And so he was like, he was ta- so he used money as like an example for something, but he was saying how money is the fruit. It's not the root of whatever mm-hmm. your problem is. And he said, we have to get to the root. And the root is whatever is causing this crippling. Yeah. And if you've had it since birth, mm-hmm. you're probably not as aware of it as you need to be. And you should prayerfully try to seek out. Mm-hmm. Well, he was used, he was explaining this in order to say that a blessing comes unexpectedly Mm -hmm. and like how Joseph in the old Testament was in prison one day and then he was second in command in the palace the next day, Mm -hmm. literally within a 24 hour time span, he went from prison to palace Mm -hmm. and this lame man went from being lame since birth. Now coming to the temple gates every day, good believing Mm -hmm. people seeing him walking past him, mm-hmm. seeing him walking past him. And then John and Peter show up and he's begging. So he's there to, you know, and he's begging because mm-hmm. that's just your life when you can't do anything else because you can't work. So you beg, yeah. that's how you make a, make a way. But their arrival that day, not the day before, mm-hmm. but that day brought this man a life changing blessing. Now he's never the same. Mm-hmm. And so he essentially was saying, "You know, you never know when your blessing is coming, um, but you should maintain or keep yourself in position. Mm-hmm. And so that was inspiring for me because like and I he know he was putting himself in that position. right. He daily. was always positioned yes. for a blessing. He just hadn't received it yet mm-hmm. and didn't even know really that he was all that he was positioned for this blessing this whole time. He figured, whatever anybody gave him because he was begging for it was a blessing, but that wasn't the real blessing that God had in store for him. And if you think about Peter and John, you got to think about all the things Peter and John had to experience to even Mm -hmm. become who they were to even help him at this moment. Mm -hmm. So all that stuff had to happen while this man is laying, you know, it's this whole layer of things that I was just like, my mind was blowing. Right. That's incredible. And I got to thinking particularly with, you know, life, you know, completely derailing in a, in a duration I didn't expect with, you know, getting divorced <laughs> mm-hmm. moving out. Now I've got this whole new chapter and I remember one thing that I told myself after I'd, I'd stayed out of church for a while just because you know, people and, and I'm a social person. I like people, but I just could not people mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. But it got to a point where I was just like, okay, you know what? If nothing else, I'm gonna go to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. If I can't do anything else, if I can't, you know, socialize with people at work, can't even think and function. If the only thing I can do is come home, get on my couch, get under my blankets, watch TV, eat food, wake up, do the same thing the next day, I will at least go to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with the exception of a couple Sundays here and there not being in town or whatever, I have stuck to that. Like, no matter what, like, even if I'm teaching in the morning all the way to 10 o'clock, somebody's got church at 11, so you need to still go to church. So I always will go. Mm-hmm. But there were plenty of times on my drive, as I'm thinking or even in church as I'm kind of reflecting, I'm just like, God, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And obviously I don't know what you're doing with mm-hmm. me, for me, in me, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like I'm doing nothing. Like, I really honestly feel like I'm just treading water with you. And I feel bad about that because I feel like at one point in time in my life, I was like a rocket ship for you and I was going all over the place and I was inspiring people and I was teaching your word and I was doing all this stuff. mm mm-hmm. And now I'm just, like, sitting in the water like a jellyfish. That's really probably the best description of how That's I feel. That's a great description. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just, like, and I feel bad, and I'm sorry. And I don't know how to be better. and <laughs> I want to be better. Yeah. But then, honestly, some days I don't want to be better because yeah. I don't want the responsibility of being better. You know, like, I have this whole yeah. conversation with God about it. <laughs> and today it was, like, he just spoke to me that your responsibility right now is to be positioned for the blessing that I have in store for you. You don't know the things that I'm, that are at work. Mm-hmm. And I'm, that for me is inspiring because I know that there's plenty of us that are sitting in this place. Like, even if you're not a believer, if you're just sitting in this place, like, I don't know what's happening with my life. And I kind of want to do mm-hmm. something about it, but I also I kind of don't want to do something about it. I'd rather just sit here and beg for money from people off the street. You know, <laughs> Because that's easy, right? It's hard to try to overcome your circumstance. Mm -hmm. But sometimes if your circumstance is even beyond something you can overcome, Mm -hmm. when it requires a God intervention, there's nothing you can do but Mm -hmm. sit there and be positioned. So... Really, it was like we went around my ass to get to my elbow because I had already been in this place (laughs) where God said, sit still and rest. And I was in that place for a while and I remember talking to a pastor about it and she was telling me, you know, this may be just that the Lord needs you to just stay where you're at and be be where you're at and do what you're, you know, Mm -hmm. just chill. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I can do that. But in reality, I cannot do that. I know that's not true. Cause while I'm chilling, my brain's going a thousand miles an hour. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: so it's like, the Lord just kind of had to remind me, um, this is my, you know, I'm in control. You're not. Mm -hmm. And I get what's happening and I see what's happening and I see everything. Yeah. And I know where you're dissatisfied. I know where I'm dissatisfied. I know, you know, the wants that you have and I know the wants that I have, but also know what you need Mm -hmm. and you just need to be positioned for whatever blessing that I have for you. So I guess the inspiration, all that to say, that you continue to just do what you know is healthy and responsible. Obviously, we're not uh, encouraging unhealthy choices. Of course. Um, But sometimes the mundane of getting carried to the gate every day, Mm -hmm. begging, going home. Getting carried to the gate every day, begging, going home mm-hmm. and just that rotation of the same mundane stuff all the time seems really rote and mundane, but you are being positioned for a blessing that you just don't know it's coming, mm-hmm. but one day is going to just change your life, yeah, and you never know when that might be, and you don't know when it's coming, yeah yeah, it'll totally come out of the blue sometimes that's right, like yeah. John and Peter's just walking up. Mm-hmm. And being like, I ain't got money. But She's here's like, something hey, I do sup. have. Healing. Get up and walk. Um. You know? So anyway, that's my inspo spot for that's today. That's great. Yeah. yeah. That, was, oh, that was just fantastic. Um, I mean, I'm, i I got to stop because I'm going to start crying. So <laughs> <laughs> like, i got to feel it. No, yeah, that's it really
0: great. No, that's, that is a powerful message. That-
2: well i guess that's our episode that's
0: our episode
2: thank you guys so much for coming back for another episode of the divorce dames podcast
0: if you like our show and you want to know more check us out on twitter and instagram at at divorce dames or visit the bradette nation.com sorry not the bradette just, just... bro excuse me Please remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Leave that five-star review. We want to know that you like us.
2: Yes, and make we sure need, to subscribe. We,
0: we don't need validation in dating, but we need validation on our podcast, yeah, please. very true. Yeah. Also, tell your, warm warm. Yeah, tell your friends.
2: tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your neighbor. Tell your wife. Tell your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, remember, feel your feelings. And you are victors and not victims.